something we that I haven't done in a long time. We used to do is high proof peppermint schnapps. Oh, straight up in like a freaking martini glass, bougie as shit. But what? That is not bougie. But <laughs> gold schlager. Anything <laughs> in a martini glass is bougie. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of That Reload Podcast. I'm your host, Joel, owner of Reload Rub and Seasoning, and I have the entire crew here with me today. Sitting across from me is the man, the myth, the legend, the booze, Jeremy, the Kitchen White Law. Meh. Across from him is our pitmaster and producer, the man that tickles all the clips, Mr. Matt Farr. Levels, levels. And last but not least, the sweet and sassy, sometimes salty, Miss Stacy. Hey, guys. We got a great episode today. We're going to be talking about some bourbon. Of course. And uh, all things bourbon, but uh, more than that, allocated bourbon. And we brought in a special guest uh, who is a pseudo expert on this, the one who is, uh, we've talked about her many times on the podcast. We got Miss Brittany in the Reload Studio. What's going on, Britt? Hello. So you, uh, we talk about Brittany all the time with Bob's liquor store, our local liquor store that we love to go to. And we said, you know what? Let's bring her on. We want to hear the ins and outs of what goes down at Bob's, um, store picks, uh, the ins and outs. Allocated seasons is like a freaking, you're in the trenches. You know, if you want it, you got to get out there and you either have to know somebody you got to spend a lot of money or you got to be that person that's camping out waiting for it to drop. Um, and so, (laughs) What I we something we're talking about today with Brittany is the down and dirty is she experiences experiences this every year, right? Yes, every single year. Yeah, and something that we've heard from a lot of people, like we get messages all the time where, you know, we have these great finds and people say, you know, I can't ever get my hands on this nice bottle or this one, or I can't find it in my area, or my liquor store never has them because they give them to someone else. So bringing on someone that is in those trenches. Yeah, can tell us, you know, what's how how are we gonna get in and get some of them scores? That's it. But there's also gonna be some good tips for you guys, you know, on you know what you need to do and what you don't need to do, and how not to be an asshole. Yes, there's a big one right there. <laughs> Speaking of not being an asshole, uh, before we dive into this, we have some delicious pours in front of us right now. Uh, we were lucky enough through beautiful Brittany here. To score a George T. Stag batch 20, is that what it is? Or mm-hmm. tw- yep. 2020 George T. Stag. So, um, Brittany Hooked us was, up. Able, was yep. able to get her hands on this for us. And this is the first time that I have had this one. So, we decided we're going to crack it together. That's right. Here it is. So, Glenn cheers. Cairns. Cheers. Right. Cheers. Did anybody- I'm so jealous right now. Any of you animals even knows the glass? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. With my mouth open. <laughs> that is so good. Was it 130.2? Yum. You guys have a chance to get some of this. Pick it's up a kinda, bottle of George Stag. So give, tell, let's talk notes here. Like, take, like, what are y'all getting off this? It's light but spicy. It's very smoky finish. Mm. Yeah. Mm. For the proof, you're not getting beat up. It's, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. warm, but it's not. Yes. You're not breathing fire. Mm. That is so good. I'm getting floral notes. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Then. You're not. <laughs> I'm not. Are you? Like a. Like a mm. Mm. You're probably still chewing on some of that rosemary from lunch. 
She wants something else here for lunch. So I'm gonna kill you. The thing I'm the thing I'm curious about is I think this bottle I, I saw it for like between six and seven hundred dollars on secondary right now. Do you guys think that it's worth that? Or is it something that you should only get if you can find it a little closer to MSRP somewhere? So I would like to answer that. All right. Um that price range is not something that I probably will ever pay for a bottle. Um I prefer the hunt for a better deal on that. However, for what you are paying, like some people are paying up to thousand fifteen hundred for bottles. Um, I would definitely put that up there with one of the top top bottles. Where I, if if you're used to paying that amount, I would say yes, it would be worth it. Now, in my opinion, this is a amazing bourbon. Two hundred bucks max is what I pay for it. I'd probably pay two fifty. Well, it's because two sixty-five. Everybody got two sixty-five. Two sixty-five. That's the thing that always that like my struggle with that is that I think about how many other bottles that I could buy for that same amount of money. Like, how many Knob Creek twelves could I get for what the six hundred dollar yeah. you know <laughs> bottle of George T. Stag costs? So, well, if you can find a Knob Creek twelve, <laughs> well, well, yeah. That being said, yeah, we have not been to, able to find that one. to deal with as well. But no, I mean, like, it's good. It is good. I would have such buyer's remorse. Like, it's not. It'd be. It's a fantastic bourbon. It tastes delicious. But if I good. Already. All right, then. Get started. If I spent 500 bucks or more on this bottle, I wouldn't want to drink it. We just don't have that money to just throw around for a bottle. I wouldn't want to drink it because I'd be afraid, oh, it's going to be gone or, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I don't know. I I would have buyer's remorse for that price range. You almost start thinking about how much each pour costs at that point mm-hmm. when you spent mm-hmm. five or six hundred dollars on a bottle. It's like, yeah. oh, do I want to spend oh, you know twenty or thirty bucks on this pour right now? I just won't ever buy it because I mean, while the taste is, don't get me wrong, I feel like we're cheating. This is the taste is amazing, but is it that much more amazing than you know a hundred and ten dollar little book? That's what I was just about to fly out or a Booker's. Out. Yeah, mm-hmm. like. Uh, for, for the, I can get five of those, six of those. Yeah, and those are so good. And it'll go further. Like to me, that, not that huge of a difference, but excellent, excellent. And I think most people who are into bourbon realize that like a big part of it is the hunt. <clears throat> you know, the community uh, looking for these bottles, the excitement of actually finding the bottles. Uh, so g- going on a secondary site and spending a crazy amount of money just kind of takes all the fun out of it. That, like, that yeah. will never be me. At that point, you might as well just drink something lame like wine, you know? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Listen. So hang on. So while while we're sipping on this, Britt, tell us uh, about your position at Bob's. How and, long you've uh, been there? Yeah. Okay, so I am the GM at Bob's, and I was so offended by that comment because mm-hmm. I started pretty much as the wine manager. Now I order liquor as well. Um, I've been there, gosh, nine and a half years, and came in green as can be, and. I tell you. Now you're sipping stag and bringing over Pappy 20 year with us. That's right. But what's it, um, what's it like? Do you actually get to do the tasting part? Like, yeah, I'm the one that I, as far as our barrel picks, it depends on what it is. If it's Blanton's, you know what? It's going to sell regardless of what it tastes like. If it's a store pick, typically if they send you store pick or samples to taste, then it's going to add six weeks to receiving that barrel. So, I, a lot of time, will do a distiller's pick. Um, like I said, if it's Blanton's or something like that, that's going to sell regardless. Um, I think our Four Roses that we did, we actually mm. chose... You have a Four Roses store pick? I believe it's... If I do have any more, it's just bottles, but... Are oh, you got some right now? You want to get it? Well, I mean, I've never, I've never been a Four Roses 
like right person, but I've heard great things about the barrel picks. Yeah. So, but anyways. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, sometimes, but most of the time it's a distiller's pick that we do. So I've actually had a store pick from Bob's yeah. thanks to Joel and Stacy. It was an old scout. Uh, that that you guys got. Can you tell me about what that process was like picking that bottle, or was that a distiller's? It pick was. was it was distiller's pick. You know what? Okay. You know what else you had, Matt? That Maker's Mark Private Select. Now uh, that was the oh, Bob, yeah. Bob store pick. Now that one was very hands on. So with that, the way Maker's Mark do their private selects, they have, I believe it's ten, no, five different seasoned staves that they you go and you try every single stave and then you make your own blend basically so one of my guys is actually a forestry major so he I was like you're going with me to this I was I was six months seven months pregnant so (laughs) so I made him drink all this bourbon and he nailed it on the very first one it was it's a beautiful bourbon that he came up with and um I still got to sign the barrel because I approved it but again I was spitting all the good stuff (laughs) when you you say when you say that you have to try all the staves what does that mean like so makers will have a, a barrel with just their mocha stave in it a barrel with just their oh my uh, makers 46 stave in it and so you try each one and then you can blend it oh based on the different profiles yeah absolutely well that's pretty badass so let's i want to dive i want to dive into that more here in just a little bit but something that i wanted to bring up this is totally off topic but i found Ah. you know we're in our first segment we're in our catch-up segment and stuff and this statistic blew my mind. Okay? Whoa. Hold on. Got to pull it up. Unprepared. How often do you change your pajamas was asked on a poll between men and women. They asked men, how often do you change your pajamas? And then they asked women. How often do you change your pajamas? Do you wear pajamas? What does that even mean? <laughs> Brittany's like. I do not. <laughs> I meant the guys. <laughs> Brittany and Justin, they, they sleep in the nude. <laughs> okay, so the results were men on average change their pajamas every 13 days. What? Gross. Is what? that not disgusting? No, Ew. Wait, break that down. What, what do you mean? Are they talking like a full fucking suit? Or, or, or are they talking like just gym okay, shorts? So you talking like about you, like, a, like a nightgown? <laughs> whatever. Okay, so you go to bed in athletic shorts or pajama pants and a t-shirt. Okay. Uh-huh. On average, men answered this poll that they change it every 13 days. Not Can you imagine? Going- not going to lie. I have slept in the same uh, gym shorts for like five days this week. But usually I'm I'm washing them after a couple days. Once a week is twice the average though. Like that's true. Yeah. So I typically will do it one to two days and then I'm changing them because you know, you might sweat or I mean anything like, so one to two days is like what mine is. Okay. So they asked asked women, (laughs) they asked women how often they change their pajamas. (laughs) This is going to be gross. 17 days. Uh, Ew. Ew. Is that not disgusting? Nothing like a little uh, sank-ass cooter <laughs> marinating in there. Yum. Mm. 
Anyways, I just was baffled at those statistics. Like, and these people, you know, they usually say like, if you're as a nurse, you know, if you ask someone, how often do you smoke or how often do you drink? Like, it's usually more than what they agree to. So if you're asking someone, how often do you change your budget? I mean, these people go in like a month. Because you know they're they're bending the truth a little bit. Ew. And like sometimes I'll wear my pajamas till like two or three in the afternoon. And then that, that's not lasting. That's one day. That's one day wear. Yeah. But yeah, isn't that disgusting? <laughs> I saw that and I was like, no, we are talking about this. Matt, how often do you change your pajamas? Is it 13 days? I just wear boxers to bed. So I guess every day. Yeah. Like yeah. I get new underwear every day. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same, but like I'll wear like after I take a shower between bed, I'll wear like gym shorts and a t-shirt. And like if I cook in it, like it's going into the laundry, but if I don't cook in it, then like it'll last a couple of nights, but at least three to four times a week changing yeah. it. Like, yeah. All right. Well, speaking of pajamas, we have some Pappy Van Winkle 20 year that, uh, Miss Brittany and my man, Justin sitting over there in the corner brought, brought over to us. And, uh, I think it's time we do a little taste. Justin. So I got a little history with this bottle. So, um, just, I tried this, but this same bottle, Three years ago, and uh, that was for Eric's diaper party, wasn't it? it was my, more like four, friend, yeah. Yeah, our friend Eric's diaper party. And um, so, yeah. Now, I will, something that I'm, uh, it's 20 years old, Vanilla but this sucker notes. is only 90.4 proof. So where the stag we just had was 130.4. Um, this is going to be incredibly smooth now because our tongues are scalded. That stag came off very dry to me. Did you guys get that? Yeah. 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 I got some vanilla notes at the end. And actually, if you smell your glass, there's some tobacco. I'm telling yes. Yeah, I smell yeah, tobacco. Sweet, sweet tobacco. Yeah. But I will say this. Um, this is one of the best, which I know is F my glasses all the time, but uh, this is one of the best noses, nosed bourbons I've had. Mm-hmm. Br- Brittany, do you guys use that term in your store, uh, nose fucking your glass? Yes. No. Yes, all the time. No. Yes, <laughs> now listen. Now, now listen, but patron, if you would n- please nose fuck your glass. <laughs> it's a tasting term. You hear it only at distilleries. Like very, very fancy. All right. So I'm gonna crack. Oh, like a, comes like from the comes Matt, from the French. Matt doesn't even react anymore because he gave up on editing those out. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just like whatever, man. Whatever. Before it was like, dang it, I gotta edit them out. Now he's like, I'm just an overtaker. I think I broke him when I asked that one rapid fire question. Oh, you popping? Yeah, the one that never made it to the show. Yes, but I yeah. think that broke you a little bit. Ready? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Oh, my God. That was so lackluster. <laughs> it, it's been open. You only get a good I was pop trying, I was trying to. <laughs> you see how I snatched that out of your damn Yeah, hands? he did. He was like, get over here. <laughs> All right. So I have never had this. Pappy Van Winkle Family Reserve 20-year. Okay. Super exciting. Thank you for sharing this with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. This was our gift. I'm going to let you pour your own. Jeez, Joe, would you pour yourself like four ounces? Yeah, good good three fingers there. I mean, mean, come on. (laughs) When in Rome. (laughs) I'm shaking that bottle around. I'm afraid you're going to hit one of these microphone booms. (laughs) When it's someone else's, Pappy. (laughs) (laughs) When it's free. Here, pour it for me. Oh, what the frick? Did you see that? There's Pappy on the table. Lick it up. I am. <laughs> Lick it up. <laughs> Here. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Justin. <laughs> Justin, you can't have any of your own bourbon. the wrong way for? <laughs> I just blew into it. Like, that was going to do something. Like, it was oh, hot. Man. So, one of the most expensive bourbons on the market, and it comes with a plastic cap. Yep. 
Is it? Yes. What the hell? It's well, <laughs> it's only expensive on the secondary, right? It's now really how long it's MSRP on it's not too bad. No, yeah. uh, no, a twenty year is one fifty retail MSRP. That's still a very expensive bottle. So my question is, why is Pappy Van Winkle such an expensive bottle? Does anybody know? Brittany. Well, anything that you lay down and age for 20 years, I mean, you got to make that money back. That's true. Yeah. All that real estate. 20, yeah, 20, 20 years. And they're not making a lot of it. So uh, we, we looked it well, up before. On average, the angel share is 3% per year. So you're losing 60, 60, of 60 plus percent of the barrel just in that 20 years. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Mm, cheers. Hello. To the Van Winkles. It's oh, just supply and Justin demand. Got a too, solid you know. pour. <laughs> We're over getting like a little thimble. And just like <laughs> that is so smooth. Mm. Mm. I could drink that all day long. Yeah. Mm. That's delicious. Hang on, man. Hang on, man. I think one of the uh, reasons that Pappy gets such a great name is because it's so easy to drink it's that easy. people who are new and don't know any better, they're just like, I got to have that because it's so easy, you know, where it's like the hardened bourbon drinkers are getting the higher proof stuff. But anybody can just grab a glass of this and start drinking it. You can, you can knock out this bottle in a night, you know? Wow. Yeah. No, oh, I'm yeah. saying because it drinks so smooth. It does. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, no, like if you took that George Stag, you couldn't make it through that whole bottle. Like, like the five of us, I'm saying like, no. um, but that you could just keep sipping on all night long. Like that I is think. really good. I would not put any water in that though. It's very, Mm-mm. but you no. had that corked for a couple years. So it's had a chance yeah. to breathe. So and- I got this bottle eight, nine years ago. Yeah. I can't wow. believe it has lasted So it's, it's actually 30-year, Pappy. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, that is really, really good. S- smells very good. Is uh, there a dump date on the label? I'm not sure. I'm going to go ahead and just say it right now, though. I think that I appreciated the stag more than I did the Pappy. You know what? I want more people to understand that. Yeah. And can I just pause here and say it is Pappy. There is no S. Do people say pappies? And and wellers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go to the Walmarts and the Kroger's. Yeah, exactly. Y'all got any wellers? (laughs) You got them wellers and pappies? So that's a pet peeve. That's a pet peeve. There it is. Every day. All right, guys, tip number one, don't go into your local liquor store asking for pappies and wellers. I love it. it. All right, we're going to make notes of these things. Don't say pappies and don't say wellers. Okay, Okay. I want some blues notes because we're talking about the (laughs) bourbon right now. Uh, we went and we're trying to, Christmas is coming up, of course, and we were buying a gift for my sister's boyfriend who will be attending. Hopefully he's not listening to this. That's, oh, damn it. Well, if if not, It'll Merry Christmas. Right. It's yeah. just a few days you're going to find out. In, in two days you're going to find out. I'll, yeah. I'll tell him not to listen to this one. So um, anyway. What, what do you buy a bourbon lover that already has a giant collection? Yes, Matt. You know how we used to call you a dink? Yeah. Okay. Well, you're no longer a dink because you had a child, but that's what my, my yep. sister and her boyfriend are. They're dinks. You know, they, okay. you know, they get what they want. So what do we do? We, went there, <laughs> we, we wanted to get something different. And we, so we talked to a lady at uh, the store we, would not, we will not mention um, in front of Brittany. No, we won't. And, <laughs> and uh, they said, try this one right here. So they gave us a tasting of it. Very good. It's a different bottle. Um, and it's called Blue Note. 
which I have been seeing all over um, KBS. A lot of people posted about Blue Note and I had not had the chance to try it. You know, some of these bottles you see and people say, oh, it's good. But then is it another iron root that tastes like crap? You oh know? my God. The, ugh, yeah. So garbage. you don't, you might not want to like throw the money down on it, but they did let us taste it. Jeremy has PTSD from iron root. <laughs> Brittany, do you guys carry iron root bourbon? It's Never a, it's, heard it's, of it. It's, it's iron root hair binger. Harbinger. What? Harbinger. Hair binger. It's a Texas bourbon bourbon and you know how texas is renowned for uh, their bourbons yeah um it tastes like hot garbage yeah great okay so you know like when you are like paying a bill and you lick your envelope that lingering taste on your tongue envelope glue. not kidding you get those notes you don't want envelope glue as one of your tasting notes. No. 2020 world's best bourbon what? Yeah. Yes. And the thing is is multiple people like on kbs has talked about it and and it's some people say oh it's really good but the majority of the people they don't like it. Hot yeah, garbage. Like it. it is. It's really gross. All right. Well. But anyway, Blue Note, no, on the other hand, is is really good. And I'll have to get a ball for myself at some point. But yep. outside of that, let's take a break. And on the other side, we're going to really dive into Brittany, her pet peeves, and all things Brittany with allocation <laughs> and Bob's like a style. We'll see you on the other side. glasses are refilled and we're ready to dive into this with Brittany. Um, so for one, I would like to hear what's it like day to day working at the liquor store? Like what does your day look like when you come in for your position? My day. Okay. So I'm one of the first ones to come in. I'm doing orders. I'm checking in trucks, doing invoices, things of that nature. You're not going to see me on the floor as often anymore. Um, cause I'm doing kind of the back of the house stuff, which I kind of love. However, I also took quite a few phone calls last week of some angry people who are a bunch of Karens that called Mm. and was like, Mm. I can't believe I spend this much money with you and this is all you're giving me. (gasps) Really? Oh, they're hateful. Yeah. And I'm like, over over like bourbons. Because, yeah, because our allocation, I mean, and this was across the board, it was maybe a quarter of what we got last year. So, but customers, your consumer base just doesn't really understand that. Okay. So why is, yeah, I have a question on that with everyone being home, drinking more, buying more at liquor stores, restaurants being shut down and them not taking their allocations as much. Why is everyone's allocation down? Well, restaurants are still taking their allocation. Are they? They are. Um, which it's funny it because and- like at, in the distributor world, you mm-hmm. have your on-premise people, which are your restaurant people. And then you have your retail people and they cannot have each other's stuff. So our retail people are getting ticked off because they're like, there's nobody in the restaurants. Why do they need all that? You Why know? do they need that much? Yeah. Ah. So, yeah. So it's really a really cool thing to look at when you know the whole structure of this industry. So like your cut of allocation, can that change from year to year? It absolutely does. And so, that's based on what the distillery wants to give you? No, it's our distributor. Okay. And and then it trickles down to the distillery. Okay. So our market, the Knoxville market, stretches from the Tri-Cities to Crossville. Everything in between. Chattanooga is its own market, but everything in between is the Knoxville market. So our the way our distributor does it, uh-huh. the people who get the Sazerac 
Buffalo Trace allocation, they base their allocations on sales. So right now I'm sitting at number two in our market of how much I've done business, how much business I've done with them. So we got the second... I don't want to talk about being the number second. one. Name of which mm-hmm. we will not speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's okay. Joel's nickname is actually the Deuce. So. Yeah, so okay. yeah. I know all about mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, <laughs> we're not used to it. <laughs> <laughs> so would their cut have been cut as well, or do you think that person got more? That person which got cut more. You? Yes, and, and cut everybody, unders. the entire market underneath. So. They, yeah, they, and, they took that much. Yeah, yeah, wow. and not yeah. only that, the way that they handle their allocation is so much different than. You know how like we talk about having a good relationship with the people that you're doing business with um, at the liquor stores and in order to say, you know, I'm spending some money there or I'm friendly, I'll crack the bottle and share it with you. Um, they're not handling it like that. Like no. you don't have those personal relationships with the people there where you're going to say, they're going to call you up and say, Hey, you know, I've got one of these, if this would make your dreams come true. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and for us, like, that's what we want. We want to build that relationship. I had people that we, you know, we know our customers I had one guy that literally had to leave after the bottle that we chose for him to offer him. He had to leave, take a moment in the parking lot, and still was teary-eyed when he came back in to thank us. Like, because it meant so much to him. It meant so much. And wow. that, mm-hmm. all day long, I will definitely do what I can to get you yeah. your dream bottle. And that's what I feel good about my, our relationship with Bob's and, and with you. Like, I... I feel like when we talk about things on our podcast and stuff, we think, well, I, I bet you, you know, we can see if Brittany can you know, see about ordering some of that or we can see if she can get that in and we can buy it from like, we, it's just a comfort level oh, wow. that yeah. we're getting knowing like, oh, well. But what I do love about Brittany is she's like, <laughs> no. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're yeah. so or like, funny. Or like the OGD 114. That's something that, you know, was a little bit more difficult to find, but we But it wasn't. It. Like, I didn't know. I, all I had yeah. to do was make a phone call and I'm like, do you carry this? And they're like, oh yeah. And I'm like, never heard of it. Okay, yeah. my buddy wants it. And now it's on the shelf after I bought that initial case for you. Yeah, and so we got a case. <laughs> we were able to get a case, and then now it's on the uh, shelves. So when we talk about it, and we have family members and friends that say, well, where can I get it? I tell them, go to Bob's and get it. I They've got you, it right there. Go, uh, go ahead, go ahead. And we're the ones that had it, got it on the shelves. Yeah, that Ma- was us. Matt yeah. and I have been looking for um, early times bottled and bond, and so we had them ask you, and you're like, that's not available at all in this market. Right. And that's why we're like, okay, that's why we can't find it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Because we all have the same distributor. Mm-hmm. You can call everywhere in Knoxville, but if we if the distributor doesn't have it, then none of us are going to have it. Yeah. <sighs> so, so I have a question. I have, right, I have a quick You said you all have the same distributor. Why is that? Why is there no competition in that market? So in the state of Tennessee, each state has their own liquor laws. In this state, it's a non-compete state. So my distributor that carries Jack Daniels, no other distributor can have Jack Daniels. So there's not... Really? Mm-hmm. So, it's a monopoly, so, so there, your, yeah. your Buffalo Trace Sazerac dealer, is, is that's it? Yes. Just the one? Yeah, just the and one. They can, wow. And they can adjust prices however they want. Mm-hmm. That's a bunch of bullshit right there. I guess that's better than state controlled, but well, I mean, well, no, but the, I should be able yeah. to start my own distribution center and, and and have buying power myself if I if I was in a position to do so and compete. Well, your competition is going out and saying, "Please let me represent your your brand." That's how you're competing. You're competing against your other distributors, right? Yeah, but, but in- oh, okay. So so like one distributor, like the, the distributor you have now for Buffalo Trace Sazerac, like their competitor can go to Sazerac and be like, hey, like we'll give you a better deal. We'll, we'll spend more. This but they that. have to trade. So yes. let's say, which they would never do this. 
the person who has Jack, they really want Sazerac. And they're like, listen, I'll give you Jack. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, but no. So, but, so, you know, they have to trade. So it has to be worthwhile for both parties. So it's, it's not even up to the distillery. It's up to the distributors to trade back and forth. It's up to the distillery to a certain okay. extent. Yeah. Yeah. This is That's wild. bizarre. Yeah. Fun stuff. And that's just how Tennessee is. Every state is different. Yeah. So, soap yeah. opera. So the Carolinas are ABC states, mm-hmm. which means the the government runs it, and you can't just like Portland or uh, or- Oregon. Oregon is state controlled. Yeah. 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 So every state's different. Yeah. It's fun. So I guess I wonder what what that what that if is state run better. Would you think state run would be better than what we have? No. So regulated. Well, it's well, very regulated. Every, you, you don't get a Britney texting you and saying, oh, no, hey. you don't. Yeah. Oh. Everything that the government has their hands really controlled about just goes really well. They're really good at what they do. Yes, I know. So the more control we can give them, <laughs> yeah. the better. Well, I think really we should do that. Socialist mindset you know that they're trying to go for right yeah. now. Yeah. So, you know, that's uh, socialist bourbons. That's good for me. It'd be cool if they just took all the bourbons and poured them in one bottle together and <laughs> yes. just handed it out. That way everyone gets the same bottle. Yes. It's like an infinity bottle. Yeah. yeah. Hey. A suicide. Hey. The suicide. <laughs> I want that suicide bourbon. Yeah. Mm, delicious. Mm-hmm. So we're lucky. So with that being said, in the state of Tennessee, we're lucky that we are not state run. Yes. And but we are still if you're if you're hunting for that allocated bottle that once in a lifetime, you know, you just hope you can get it like that guy, you know, said was in yeah. tears. Um, you've just got to be lucky. No. Well, it depends on what store. And Bob's we want to know you. Come see us. Come shop with us all year long. Don't start calling me in October. Uh-huh. And I don't see you again hey, until I next October. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Right. Can you get so this? I want to know you all year. I want to know you in January when everybody's New Year's resolution is to go dry. Like mm-hmm. you need to still come see me in January. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that. And and talk to our our people, our sales reps. Get to let us get to know you and 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 build that relationship. Yeah. I mean, if you're making margaritas for Cinco de Mayo. Stop at that store and pick it up, or a bottle of wine, or or even some of your beers. Like stop there versus going to Walmart or Target or wherever you're going to yes. buy your wine. Support local, especially right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Support local. Those those stores are going to do fine, and you know, keeping that relationship open and your face there, and you, and you know the 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 sincerity of the people Absolutely. that are there, not just going to to sell it. Yep. And that's something that I've started to do. Brittany, I'm curious what your take on this is, is when my store gets me a really good allocated bottle. I'm in Chattanooga, by the way. I'm, I'm not in the Knoxville area or else I would come shop at Bob's. But my store, when when the guy gets a good allocated bottle, I'll pop it open and pour him a taste of it right then. So he knows I'm not going to try and flip that bottle. And it's just yep. a little a little way to say, hey, I appreciate you sharing this with me. Yeah, I've got about three customers that'll come in and be like, hey, Thank you so much for this bottle, and I wanted you guys. I wanted to taste it with your staff, and he'll Thanks, pull. Matt. Thanks. It's it's not these customers. Yeah. Hey, except for beef. right now. Hey, Brittany, I just bought this Evan Williams bottle and bond. Really? Let me practice with you. So are you Evan able to drink on the job? Label. Are you able to taste? I mean, because yeah, just showing- that's how things get on my shelf. If I've got a if. One of my distributors wants a new bourbon because, you know, we're in a bourbon boom. Hey, I got this great bourbon. I want you to try it. Well, it's got to go through me first. So you got to know it's going to sell. Yeah. I'm not going to bring in Texas trash 
Burbage. No, what did you say? Hot trash? Hot garbage. Hot garbage. Hot garbage. Hot garbage. Whatever. But that's the thing. You don't want it sitting on your shelves. And when I go into the store, I want to talk to somebody that's possibly tried it before. Not like, oh, well, you know, just like Blanton's, for instance. Blanton's is a great bourbon. It is. I've got two bottles myself. But it's such a hype with it. You know, if someone says, oh, buy you a bottle of Blanton's, there's other ones that they could have recommended to me. Absolutely. You want the person that's giving you that advice to have maybe have tried it or had a personal experience with it myself. Like that's, that's what I would want. But how difficult is it though, being, you know, in the manager position, one of the manager positions at a store when you're selling some of these allocated bottles that you know on secondary are going for five times the price. How hard is it? That's why we don't put it on the shelf. That's why I'm, because how do you sell it for retail? are selecting we're I mean there's a list everybody's like oh put me on your list well there's not a physical list but all my 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 reps my sales reps are all remembering all those people that came in and then Mm -hmm. when we know we're about to get our allocation which by the way we were told literally the day before it dropped oh my gosh that's yeah so (laughs) we compile this list of people that we know and people that we've talked to throughout the year and what they're their dream bottles are and things like that. And we do make up a list and then and try to figure out yeah, yeah. how you're going to disperse We lock it. ourselves in a room and then we, with a duke bunch of out. bags and we duke it out. Yeah. And I'll say this, I'll say this though, just because you have, if you have a Brittany, okay. If you're somebody out there and you have a Brittany and she gets you a nice bottle, do not under any circumstances, wait more than a week to go get that mother. Okay. <laughs> Because, Listen, because somebody else will sell that mother out from underneath you. Listen, last that year, fault. last that year that fault. happened, and it was the owner, and I still got mad at her. I was like, "You gave my friend's bottle away." She's like, "Hey." She straight up told me she goes, Hold on, what, what, "What bottle is this?" It was Weller Twelve. Okay, yeah. So uh, Joel uh, went to go pick it up, and they were like, "It's, it's, it's, it's not there." Oh, I was hot because I wrote your name on the bag and everything, and I came out. And I was like, "Who sold this?" It was, <laughs> it was the owner. She looked, she looked at me. She goes, don't wait a week to come get it. <laughs> Brittany, Brittany, are we not there within hours, if not the next day? Yeah, uh, we'll, now they are here. We're yeah. there. Oh, yeah, I'm like, I got to go, guys. But no, uh, I will say that I forgot the bottle that you guys ended up selling me, um, but it was- super, Instead. Yeah, Hancock. It was, super, it was Hancock. Yeah, I was it like, was okay, good. well, this is what I got. Yeah. And it was actually really she good. Goes, this is kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> so I know it's got to be hard. Like I said, you know, like selling a bottle for $135 that you know you could put on the shelf and it would sell at 500 But, you know, you could easily make that money and you know it. But I think it says a lot about you guys because- you're building that relationship and that loyalty with your customer base. Yes. Yeah. Knowing that you give back well, instead of instead of take. the jabroni who's going on there and reselling it because those jabronis are the ones that are keeping us from being able to readily find these these yes. drinkable bourbons because they're going and flipping it and we're we're not going to buy buy these bottles at 15 six, you know $2000 or yeah. something like that. But that's the give and take is if you were that kind of person that creates a good rapport, spends the kind of money, you know, and, and goes in there on a regular basis and is a good customer, then that's the give that the, that the liquor store gives back to you. You know, it's like if you, the bottle that you can't find, I, if I get it, I will try to get it for you. you know, exactly. The effort's there. So, but didn't you, or was it, was it on the break? On break when we were talking about where you had some people getting pissed off at you? 
over the allocated stuff. Right now, yeah. Yeah, no. They they will call call me and they'll be like, I need to talk to the manager. And I'm like, you're talking to her. Can't wait for this. (laughs) No, I don't answer. They buzz me. Brittany, there's one mad on the phone. Sorry. (laughs) They didn't want to talk to me. They're burning that bridge. Absolutely. Because you're like, well, screw you. Go somewhere else. I mean. Because maybe next year you would have hooked them up with a nicer or I will will offer them okay so this year I was able to get you a rip 10 well I requested a 20 well maybe in two well, years that's well, not a problem out of my ass and, uh, <laughs> or in your glass yeah. that's not a problem somebody else would be more than happy with this rip 10 absolutely yeah, yeah. Oh, wait wait I'll take it yeah, yeah. yeah. that's just <laughs> like with my job okay so like on my Back job meddling. we are open every day so some of us have to work Christmas Eve. Some of us have to work Christmas. Well, you know, if you're working Christmas one year, chances are your managers are going to be like, well, you worked it last year, so I'm going to gift you and you get it off this year. That's kind of the same thing with the bottles. Yeah. Like, okay, oh, you might get an antique 107 one year, but maybe next year you're going to get a stag or, you know, you just don't know. Exactly. And them calling you up and burning that bridge. I mean, do you really want to reward them? Yeah. No, I wanted <laughs> to tell that guy to kick rocks. But I mean, <laughs> as a woman, I immediately well, thought it was a woman. No, there was one that because I called her called him a Karen. They're but, called Lens. Oh, I didn't. Or know. a Chad. Yes. A Chad. Chads. A Kyle. <laughs> no, all like, these people are grumpy. I, like I guess. Chads. I don't know. Oh, okay. Justin. They're all <laughs> Justin. That's for sure. <laughs> Justin grumpy. Justin. <laughs> you know, we're like, hey, fuck you guys. <laughs> Cheers. He's just the arm candy today, remember? That's right. So I want to know what got somebody to tears. What it was the E.H. Taylor marriage. Oh, the 18-year really? marriage. Wow. Oh. oh, my gosh. Yeah. I won't. So it was just something that really meant a lot. It just meant a lot to him. Yeah. Like a highly coveted. I've always wanted to have one of these. And then he's like you guys. Yeah. He has a great collection. He has a great palette. And he tries a lot of things. And he's like, you know what? Because we ask our customers as we're building those relationships, hey, man, or lady. That's right. <laughs> you call me man. Hey, man. Hey, dude. <laughs> I get to call all, that all the time. Yeah, what? not with those things hanging off your chest. <laughs> no, on Instagram. So Stacey, You're not getting called Stacey, a dude with your tits hanging off your chest. Oh. Stacy runs the reload page, and she gets messages every day. Oh. Hey, dude. What's yeah, up, dude? You know, all the time, it's like, what's up, bro? Thanks so much, man. Or the guys over at Reload. <laughs> yeah, the guys. Yeah, guys with titties. <laughs> That's right. So, but yeah, we, we'll ask. So mm-hmm. if you were to pick, what's your fave? What do you yeah. really want? What's your dream bottle? Mm-hmm. And, and Stag was one of them for me. Well, good. I'm George so happy Stag. then. It was for sure. Yeah. yeah. Good. That was it. See? And that's what makes us happy is when we can mm-hmm. we can make you happy. And the, Well, we'll get into that. We'll, we'll talk about all other, other stuff. All, all right, right. So I want to know, like, do people, like, allocation season, is it, do people just, like, constantly just come in and ask oh, for yeah. stuff? Oh, yeah. Here we go. This is the dirt down and dirty. The, the walk-ins. Okay. Go. So- complete honesty yeah. yeah be brutal we dread this time of year we hate it we want and this is why we do it the way we do it we don't sit on it we don't do a new year's day drawing we don't do a raffle we don't a big drop. i hate that do a drop because i don't want to be talking to everybody every day no it's not released yet no it's not released yet i mean they start calling probably about september and it's hey ringing the phones all the time y'all got any wellers (laughs) (laughs) y'all got any wellers (laughs) I love it though when the old ladies come in and they're like do you know what Pappy Van Winkle is my grandson wants something what a good grandma (laughs) right I know right but no ma'am I'm so sorry and it's like July and I'm like no (laughs) there's been several times that I've been at the store and people will walk in and be like hey do you have any um, high end bottles or hard to find bottles I hear that do you got anything in the back because they know 
no, we don't put it on the shelf. You got anything in the back? Mm-hmm. Or well, do you have any allocated bottles? I hear mm-hmm. that all the time if yeah. I'm just sitting there checking out. Yeah, yeah. but you did walk I did. in. She walked into a off Chapman Highway, a, a random liquor store, and um, she walked in there and, and asked said yeah. question. Well, I was got, going to ask, and somebody else had walked up to him and said, do you have any allocated bottles in the back? And I heard the guy say, I have a Stag Junior, and the guy walked away. What? What? So I grabbed, at the time, that's when I finally found the Jack Daniels single barrel, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. barrel proof. So okay. I picked that up. I went up to the counter, and this lady said, here, I'll take you at my register. And I go, no, I want to talk to him. I want to talk to him and I said I heard you say that you had some Stag Junior in the back I said how much and he said and and I said can I please have a bottle (laughs) no she got it for $60 yeah I know she told me yeah so he was like sure what's secondary market on that Uh, Matt what, what have you seen Stag Junior for Usually like a hundred to one hundred and fifty. I actually saw it for one hundred and fifty nine dollars on Drizzly, which is like a uh, delivery app delivery, that our local yeah. stores around here use. I was like one hundred and fifty nine dollars. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So I mean, I I said sold. Like I'm, I'm taking it right now. Like here you go. So I know, and I was happy about that as well because I had never tasted it before. And you know, Stephen, my brother had yeah. had had it the batch thirteen, which is supposed to be excellent. This was batch fourteen, and like I'm so excited. It's something I could share with you guys, and um, so that was pretty cool. But I was almost embarrassed to ask why because I did not want to be that person. All, no, always ask because you never know. Yeah. Well, here, but here's the thing, Britt, is in Jeremy's experience, this we talked about this earlier when we were eating. Yeah, tell, uh, tell me your story. If you go to certain stores and you act, like you look around, you say, "Okay, this is what you got. This is on the shelf." You go up and say, "Hey, do you have anything, anything else in the back?" You know, whatever. They can be extremely rude about that. You know, they're yeah. like, "We only sell to our top customers," and turn their back and walk and away. That's from terrible. You. And that can burn bridges mm-hmm. because and, two stores have done that. To me and Joel and I, Jeremy, we've all yeah. decided we're they're not getting our money. Yeah. Right. Like, they have done that to us in the past. You know, mm-hmm. that one did that to Jeremy. And yeah. Joel's like, We're not doing uh, business with them. Yeah, I mean but but you know, it's 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 like this small shop mentality almost like so when I was early in my hunting career, like for bow hunting, like archers archery guys they're like a super tight click and they're like oh we only kill with our archery bows you know so wow. it's like we don't use rifles that's just inhumane I must use the bow but so Spencer Kirksey um, <laughs> so are they all from Australia yes they're all from Australia <laughs> they, they turn Australian when it happens it's <laughs> amazing but uh, but no so like when I was first starting, I'd go into these bow shops and it was like the, the cowboy movies where you walk into the saloon and everybody just turns and looks at you and it's like crickets or whatever. That's how I felt. And I felt, I, I didn't, was like, I wanted to seem like I knew more than what I did. Right. Go, and I'd go in there asking questions, but like they were judging you. And some of these liquor stores do that. You go in there and you want to get into the bourbon, you want to get into the liquor and you, you hear all these names like Weller or whatever, the Wellers. <laughs> That's one of Brit's pet peeves. Called, there's no S, folks. But anyway, you go in there and you ask about it and they treat you like crap. So you, you know, get a bad taste in your mouth about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's like, for instance, I stopped at... Um a store on the way to a friend's house out of town and you know she had was going through a really tough time and I knew our talks were going to get kind of deep and she was going to have some wine and so I stopped in just to get me like a little bit of a bourbon that I could drink while we chatted and so I was in there talking a guy walked up to me and he was like can I help you find anything and I said yeah I was just looking for something I haven't had yet you know something that 
is good and unique. And he said, well, what about uh, peg leg porker? I've got this one. And I said, oh, I, I love peg leg porker, but um, my favorite's the 12 year. And he was like, you know your stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, and so we started talking bourbons and he's like, well, how, how do you know so much? And I said, you know, my husband and I have gotten into it and we have a podcast. We talk about it. And then he says, I've got Weller in the back. Would you like, would you like a bottle? And I thought, how yeah. nice is that? Yeah. You know, I'm from out of town. I told him that I was headed to a friend's house and we ended up following each other on Instagram and you but, know, but the cool part is, is, is he wanted a card about reload and he wanted to sell it to somebody that appreciated it. Yeah, he was like, yeah. I've got, he's like, I've got some Weller in the back if you want it. And I'm like, absolutely, thank you. And I will rem- remember that. But, but is that kind of a whiskey dick move to say, I'm not selling to you because you don't know your stuff? Well, do you want to sell it to someone that's going to resell it? Well, or do you want to sell it to someone that's going to talk about your liquor store on I, the podcast? I guess that's true. Or I'll, actually sit down and enjoy it. I offered my brother-in-law a, a taste of the Stag Jr., he declined because he's like, I wouldn't appreciate it. He knows how much we love it. And so, first of all, I broke out in a sweat all over because he has Canadian burb, like Canadian whiskeys Miss. in his house. Canadian okay, Miss. like five dollar bourbons. Okay, and we cracked the Stag Junior for the first time. Tea. Yeah, we cracked the, the Stag Junior for the first time, and Joel's like, "Do you want some?" And I literally almost passed out on the but floor. But that's what bourbon's about, though. because he Bourbon's would shoot it. Share. And you I get share it. it. Yeah, I get it. And I and I would have, and I would have done she the did, same she thing. Been so salty about it. That been... And that's he said, "No." He's like, "I can't tell the difference. I'd just rather drink a beer." And I go, "Thank you." <laughs> I said, "Thank you." <laughs> I will for, not for, waste my bourbon on I, you. I appreciate you. Yeah. Be- Both shoot my stag junior. That's, that's how people get in. And I'm sorry, rabbit. That's aside. like that's like shooting a like 16 point buck on your first hunting trip. You're gonna start with a stag junior and say, "Oh well." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? What? <laughs> what, what, what are they going to say, Stacey? <laughs> well, I will say this. My, bro- my my younger brother, when he was 11, his first deer he ever shot was a trophy eight point. Oh, hell. And he looks at my dad and goes, was that a good one? <laughs> my dad's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Jared, if you listen to this, you can eat a dick. All right. Well, I think we need to take a yeah, break. Jared. When we come back, we are going to go more into bourbons i've got i want to i got to pick your brain i've got some questions for you um and i also want to hear some stories what kind of customers come in and out of bob so um see you on the flip side Thanks for sticking with us through the break. So something, Brittany, that I'm really curious about, it's like this mystical process that I'm super curious about how it actually works, is the single barrel store pick stuff. So I know we hit on it a little bit in the first segment and you talk through like the distiller's picks for the Old Scout, which I've actually got a bottle of right here. I'm sipping on it and it's excellent. So that that clearly worked out really well. Joel just spilled antique. <laughs> I'm so Sorry. 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 Joel's over here spilling one of those wellers. I'm spilling shit everywhere. Spilling one of those wellers on himself. (laughs) Sorry, Matt. Jeez. Continue. I'm going to clean up. So you talked a little bit about how the Maker's Marks picks go. So I'm just curious. Can you walk us through how that goes? Like, how does a typical store pick occur? Are you approaching the distiller or the distributor? Are they coming to you? 
Are you getting to pick which bottles you want? How does that actually happen? All of the above. So with that old scout, this I believe was one of the first times in our market that they were really trying to launch it and get it um, known out in our market. And so they actually approached their top, I don't know, we'll say three stores. Let's say they wanted to allocate three store picks to our market. And and so they will go to their top three accounts and say, hey, this is available. Are you interested? And we say yes or no. And if we say no, they move on. So all of the above. Or like I was talking to a coworker last week and we're like, okay, we need to start talking about, see what what single barrels we can get, what store picks we can get and um, things that we want to touch on. So I'm going to reach out in the next couple of weeks because this is the time when the distributors start knowing what, let's say, for instance, will it. Okay, will it will make a decision and say, next year we're only going to give out, I don't know, 40 barrels, single store picks. Mm-hmm. And then they have to divvy it out. And so we'll reach out if there's a certain brand or distillery I want to see if they will release one, then I'll reach out to my distributor and say, hey, is this available? Can I get a barrel of this? And kind of go from there. How popular are store picks? They're really popular. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the thing right now because everything can, you know, you can come in and be like, okay, I want to try Weller 107. But if I have a store pick sorry, of 107, then that's going to be just a little bit different. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, so people are, they're, 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 um, palettes are, mature enough to where now they're going to go out and be able to taste those differences and they like to compare the store. Y'all are some nerdy people. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I know. <laughs> but I will say the reputation with store picks is that you're getting the cream of the crop. You're getting yeah. the ones that people are tasting and saying, you know, this is, this is a really, really good one. So a lot of people are telling beginners, like if you want a good bourbon, get a store pick. Yeah. Don't absolutely. pass those up. Those no. aren't just, but, you know, ones with the names on it. Like those are the that. good ones. Why is that? Why is it? Uh, go ahead. No, I, I, oh, wait, can, Matt, I, I can speak on that. Did well, you no, you guys go ahead. I, I'm going to, I'm just going to hit on store picks, but it, I, it can wait a minute. So go ahead, Jeremy. I was just going to say like, I've been into bourbon for about a year now. So there's a lot of bottles like I have and like, I won't buy again until I find a store pick. I won't buy another Buffalo Trace until I find a store pick of it. I won't buy another Blanton's until I find a store pick of it because I have that one to set a base with. And now I want to move on to something a little bit different, but also that same flavor and that same palette that I know and love. That you can trust. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, the other thing too is like, so Weller released a single barrel, which everybody went crazy for, you know, the orange label. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the thing is, is that a lot of stores will do picks on the Antique 107 and that's also a single barrel. Just people don't connect the dots exactly. and you can usually find that quite a bit cheaper. We were really lucky this year and we were given a choice between, okay, do you want your annual barrel of Weller 107 or do you want a Weller foolproof? Oh, please. I'll take the foolproof. Thank you. Keep your 107. (laughs) Sometimes we'll be given a choice between. Oh, wow. And those are fantastic. Yeah. So, Brittany, how often are you actually able to go to the distillery to sample barrels versus when they send you in like little samples and you taste them at the store? We don't have time to go up to Kentucky. So they know as as for an example, when we did our four roses, typically and there's a lot of distilleries that will straight up say, unless you come here, I'm not releasing a barrel. Well, I understand that and I appreciate that, but we just don't have the time. So thank you. We'll move on. We we can designate ourselves as those. I know. Yeah. You can be our oh, yeah. logo. Yeah. 
I'm here representing balls. TRP Tasty Crew. See my badge? I made it on my cricket. But yeah, so with Four Roses, the only way that we actually tasted through that is because they sent a representative down to Knoxville to the distributor, and we we were like, okay, we'll go to the distributor and taste there. But no, we we don't. We just don't have time to go to Kentucky. Yeah. Do they open up their trench coat with like vials and test tubes and say <laughs> <laughs> they're wang all hanging out? And Joel, let's uh, open a wang or a yeah. yeah. Wow, Joel, way to make it dirty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, do they have their wang hanging out? Um, no, thank goodness. Thank goodness. I don't know who you're buying bourbon from with their wang is hanging out. I don't but, think uh, you need to be my he's a taster. Special guy. He's a special guy. No, um, so you go there. Yep. To the distributor, what's that process like once you... We've only done it once. So with Four Roses, they like set off a little conference room for us and the Four Roses representative was down there and he's like, okay. And, you know, he's setting up appointments all day with all the stores from our market. And he's like, okay, this one's already sold. So he'll take that one off and we'll taste ones that haven't been sold yet. So is it like it's red, typically like three. Like red carpet thing? They're like, come on in. Yeah, we get lunch. Um, well, it depends. That time we got lunch. Hey, what do you want from Aubrey's? Hey, um, hmm. here you go. Yeah. So you get you get the, you're getting a kind of a special treatment. Yeah. For going and tasting all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh. Like inviting Brittany and Justin over for some. Like beef. today, you guys yeah. made yeah. us yep. fabulous lunch. You know we would do that anyways. So you know I I know I need we to know, love you guys. Uh, you know, like do you have those those Larue Wellers? And by the case, the pappies, the Larue's. Pa- I need the pappies. She never should have told us this. The Larue's, no, they're not. The, the Wellers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's talk the more Wellers. pet peeves. Okay, so what are what are some things us as bourbon buyers? What are some things that we can assure not to do or say to get on y'all's nerves? Like, oh. what are the things that really drive you guys crazy? Well, half the shit we've been doing today has yeah. been driving her crazy. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> <laughs> Leave the s off. Um, yeah. No. Um, so one thing that drives us nuts is when people will come in and. They'll ask one person and then they like think we're lying to him. And so they'll go ask another sales rep and I, or a sales associate. And I'm like, okay, like, you literally just asked me. I wasn't lying. Yeah. And now you're. Well, let me go talk to this person. Yeah, there. exactly. So she don't know what But they will. About. They'll just like bounce around to see, okay, one of these people are going to crack. They're going to crack. <laughs> yeah. No, we legit, we don't lie. If we have it, we'll tell you we have it. And we'll say, if we're not releasing it, hey, we're not releasing it yet. Or, hey, it's all spoken for. Whatever. We're not going to lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. Like it's all spoken for. Yeah, and like absolutely. most people that are into it would respect that. Most people. Yeah. Uh, here in most people or some people will be like, well, here in Tennessee, I spent $3,000 in your store this year. Well, and I spent over a hundred dollars in your store this year, <laughs> and we that's appreciate the, your support. Yeah, we appreciate you. Um, I, want, I wanted to ask, uh, what is the number one asked for bottle? This year was Larue. Really? really? Yeah. This year, People out of this year's in. allocation, yeah. Do you know how much money I spend with Bob's? Oh, Where I know, I know, I know. So yeah, yeah. All right. Was what's, this year. what's the bourbon that you know you're putting on the shelf that you know is going to sell the quickest? Oh. Ooh. That actually hits the shelves. That's very much a loaded question because we do. <laughs> Technical difficulties not corrected. Yes. Does Weller ever hit? Like, no. does your Weller store picks ever? No. You sell them everything. They're Weller gone just with your. Back. Yeah. 
with your yeah top so end buffalo customers. trace is what we will put out on the shelf but we still have a two per person limit on it I two mean, per person yeah most are one you yeah. guys had a, a, a barrel of blanton's right uh-huh. and that sold out like that day so when we got our blanton's barrel um i think that was what we when we also got the knob creek barrel the same exact day and we advertised the drop Mm-hmm. And so we had a line to Kingston Pike oh, wow. of people waiting for us to open our doors wow, and we really? just cranked it out. And it was, it, it was gone with that line. Yeah. It was yeah. gone in an hour, Oh my God. an hour and 40 minutes, a barrel. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Wow. And that's like She's 200, like, 230 like, bottles, like, something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. I'm lying. Yeah. yeah. You're lying. You're, I know. You're, you're a stupid liar. liar. You're a liar. Get out of my <laughs> house. How many bottles is that on a store, a typical store pick? It depends, obviously, on the angel share. But we were um, talking one day that one of your barrel picks only got like forty-eight bottles. Yeah, but then others Whoa. are over a hundred. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think this year's Blanton's was like forty, around forty cases, which is a six-pack case. Um, Two hundred forty bottles. Yeah, that's a good. Last that's year good was share. like fifty-six or forty-six yes. or something. Yeah, boom! That was quick with that math. So Calculator. Those, Go ahead. Those nine, but that's what you're going to get in those ninety-proof ranges. You'll you'll get mm-hmm. a full barrel, yeah, a full you know out of it. But it's juicy. It's the ones that they don't cut that you're going to get less out of. Yeah. So so what do you think is one of the most popular low budget uh, drinkers that are on the shelf? Like, what's a good one for someone that's starting? Blade and Bow. Really? Oh, we never yeah. tried that. Yeah, you got to come in and get one. I've heard uh, that. Yeah. You know, that's actually Natalie, my... Son of a biscuit eater. You know what this is? <laughs> that's a damn Xbox shit that doesn't they're, need they're to be on, on there right now. Yes. Um, that they have- but my sister-in-law, um, she... I'm mad. She just um, celebrated 20 years in the Air Force. Oh, and wow. she came over the other day and she asked if we've ever had Blade and Bow. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a sleeper. I we'll mean, have to come in this yeah. week and get a bottle. Blade and Bow. Yeah. Blade and Bow. Is it okay. actually... Are they distilling their own juice or are they sourcing? I have no idea. We'll look at the back of the label. We'll have to figure it out. God, GTS, Google that shit. I don't know. That's what he tells me for everything. (laughs) She'll ask me the most obvious question, and I'm like, GTS. Because it saves me time. Thank you. I'm glad you know what that meant. uh, Yeah, he saves me time. And I'm like, GTS. He's like, Google that shit. All right, so in a nutshell, basically, in order to get in good with some stores, in order to have the cream of the crop, we need to be like bringing you guys like Taco Bell and Subways and Olive Garden and Starbucks and stuff like that. Showering you with gifts. No, you named off the worst I gift. did. <laughs> Taco Bell. So like, started with Taco fancy, Bell. Like. <laughs> I should be bringing you a Ferrero like Rocher chocolate. Yes. Not like the local Do you want to know the things that we've been brought? Please, yes. we oh, get yeah. showered with stuff. So somebody brought in a cookie cake once that said, got any pappy somebody Pappies. has smoked a leg of a pork leg uh, no a lamb of leg of lamb a lamb of leg <laughs> i was like damn like a freaking, lamb of leg <laughs> freaking uh wilbur well, hell, I can do that. <laughs> he was one of our greek friends oh, oh that's awesome and so he brought that in just because he was so thankful i forget what it was i got him i mean people bring us stuff all the time starbucks gift cards a hey you guys did this for me and it was just so nice and i wanted to how about a five dollar carryout from Little Caesars? Ooh, okay, I gotta ask. I'm got ready. I got How you. open is Bob's you. staff to like barbecue? Like even during times like this, y'all eat it? Here's the thing. Thank you. We're gonna remember you. It's gonna be amazing. 
but we still can't promise you anything because right. we didn't even. We like, don't care about that. Just but. How do you feel on appreciation notes? Oh like my that? gosh! Yes, but someone came our, in with some pulled pork. Yeah, or our reps or, will come and bring us stuff that because you know they're one hundred percent commission and they want <laughs> my people are the ones selling their stuff. So, so you're going to push their stuff. Yeah, absolutely, you good. absolutely. So because yeah, you, you want your friends to do good, absolutely. I mean you do. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. We we'll fire up the smoker. We we'll get some work. brisket. Hey. Yeah, brisket. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What we got here? All right. So, moving on here, we need to take a break, and on the other side, we're going to jump into rapid fire questions. Right? We there mm-hmm. now? With Brittany. All right. Brittany's first rapid fire question, and yours truly's reload recommends. We'll see you guys on the other side. Welcome back from that break, guys. We are going to jump right into rapid fire questions. Because we have a guest today, we, of course, are going to give her the honor of going first in rapid fire questions. We will go Brittany, Joel, Stacy, Matt. Matt again, last. Here we go. That's for last again. I know. Well, just because. All right, all right, all right. We'll change it up. Brittany, Matt, Stacy, and Joel last. There we go. I'm going to screw that up because it's not in the order I'm looking at you guys at, but whatever. (laughs) First question. Is it true that clear liquors are just for rich women on diets? Brittany. No. Mm, okay. Matt? <laughs> true. I'd never be caught dead with some Tito's. Exactly. Stacy. I'm not rich and I'm not on a diet. So, false. But you don't drink clear liquors? Occasionally. I'll drink a gin or a vodka for a crisp summer I, I, refreshing. I've never beverage. seen you drink one. Yeah. It's always been brown liquor in your glass. It lately, yes. Joel. Only on a slutty Saturday night. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> You have $100 to buy a bottle of bourbon. What do you buy? Red Breast, 12-year Irish whiskey. Red Breast? I'm an Irish, Irish whiskey drinker. Whiskey? Okay, I'm is sorry. That, is, it, is it Protestant whiskey? Remember that? Remember yeah, that? no, it is Catholic. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's not a bottle of bourbon, but I will accept it. Matt. Uh, Knock Creek 12, if I can find it. Of course. Stacy. Little Book. Oh, there you go. Joel. Any batch of bookers. Okay, yeah. nice, nice. Next one is a true or false question. When you live in Hawaii, all pizza is Hawaiian pizza. Ready? False. That. False. Only if it has pineapples. Stacy. If it's in Hawaii, it it's Hawaiian pizza. It's not it's Hawaiian true. pizza. Yeah. They only cool. serve it Hawaiian style. Steven's so. in Hawaii right now. Oh. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, we should ask good him. Good for him. him. Well, yeah. Call him right now. Call him. <laughs> yeah, you're, he's been ringing the whole time anyway, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it is December 25th, 12.01 a.m., Christmas has just started. Santa just finished his route. What is he drinking up in the North Pole? What is he cracking open? Brittany. Yeah, Chateauneuf de Pop because that's what I want. There you go. Some wine. There you go. He's cracking open a uh, hard seltzer, whatever. Uh, Matt. <laughs> what is the drink after a hard work of night? So he's for sure drinking some spiced eggnog, right? Oh, or there spiked you go. eggnog. Yeah, yeah, relaxing, taking off those boots. Stacy. after all that roof climbing... What is he drinking? What is he drinking, honey? He's drinking Hennessy because he's a gangsta rapper. Oh. 
<laughs> hit, hit this button. <laughs> yep. I am oh, so, that, that. I'm so glad we waited for that. That was so worth it. The <laughs> payoff. Oh my God. We should just end the show. And mic drop. All right. Yep. Joel, he's drinking a midnight's dram. Oh, midwinter's night stream. Sure, whatever. You know what I was talking. It's a what? mouthful, but yes, I love it. it. That is a Christmas bourbon. I'm there into that. All right, hello. I can't believe no one uh, brought up a very old Saint Nick. What? Very old Saint Nick. Is that a drink? It's a bourbon. Yeah, oh. Matt, you've heard of that, right? I have not. Is it no. good? It's expensive. <laughs> anyway, wow, guys. All right, well, <laughs> moving on. At what time is it appropriate to start drinking on Christmas Day, Brittany? What time do you start cooking breakfast? <laughs> that works. Matt. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. on the dot? No. Yep. No. Well, you don't have you don't have a child that's had Christmas yet. Yeah, <laughs> your, your daughter's only a month old. She's got to sleep through that. We'll ask you in a year. That's going to roll back by about six hours by next year. Uh, Stacy. 9.30 a.m. Okay, Joel. When your wee eyes open. <laughs> if she's starting at 9.30, you're probably starting at 9.29. Yeah, so. I have to start the, the machine of drinking. Yeah. She'll probably be bringing in bourbon at 9.29. That's what I there do. There it is, yeah. Um, I yeah. do. Hey, Traditional hey, household. Hold, hold on, there's a follow-up to that question. Now that I know what time you're drinking, what are you drinking on Christmas Day? Brittany. Well, either a fun spike Christmas punch or just a good old Bloody Mary. Oh, Bloody mm. Mary's nice. Matt. Not a fun answer, but I like to have some spiced wassail ready to go. Oh, I so love maybe it. I'll spike some of that. Once I go, Stacy. So it's not Christmas, but Christmas morning at Joel's parents is Christmas Eve, and we usually have some type of she makes like these little ice cubes that have fresh fruit in them and like this yeah. it's, like, it's like a champagne drink like a champagne yeah, drink fun. oh, oh nice. yeah fresh oh, fruit like and, pinky out yeah. kind of stuff something bubbly oh, so delicious it's our Christmas kind of our tradition that that's what we have with breakfast something we that I haven't done in a long time we used to do is high proof peppermint schnapps oh straight up in like a freaking martini glass bougie as shit but what can't. that is not bougie but it's gold schlager anything in a martini glass because you put a candy cane in it as a garnish. <laughs> That's something you used to do like your mouthwash. <laughs> I think it's nice. But other, other than that, hey, it's going to be bourbon. You do you. That's right. <laughs> yes. All right, guys, next question. When the aliens get here, do you think they'll use the same math as us? Will two plus two still equal four for them? Brittany? No. <laughs> she said no. Matt? Mm, yes, math is the universal truth. Well, maybe they don't have 10 fingers, so maybe they don't count on uh, intervals of 10. You ever think about that? <laughs> Stacy? Is that think, why we count on intervals of 10? I think they're 10? from different dimensions, <laughs> so no. Mm-hmm. It won't be the same. No? Well, well, according to an Israeli space scientist, they're already here living under the Atlantic Ocean and just waiting for us to be ready to accept them. So oh. um, I'm saying that, yes, they're already doing it. Have you seen the memes going around where there's like the guy who's like the intergalactic dude and like every week, like the aliens call up, like, are they ready yet? And he's like, no, you wouldn't believe the shit they're doing this week. Like, okay, we'll stay out of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to our final question of the evening. Brittany, are Reload Rubs the greatest seasonings of all time? Absolutely. There we go. Matt? Yes, of course. Stacy? Am I excited about my George Stag bottle? Joel, is she? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that brings us to the end of rapid fire questions for this evening. 
Over to you, Joel. That's right, guys. It's that time. It's the end of the podcast where we do Reload Recommends, brought to you by yours truly, where we recommend things to you we think are badass and awesome. So that being said, let's just roll right into Reload Recommendations. Recommendations for Reload. Yeah, baby. So that's right. Let's get into this right now. I'm going to roll right in with Brittany starting this thing up. Then we're going to roll into Stacy, Jeremy, Matt, and then round it out with yours truly. So, Brittany, what recommendation do you got for us? I highly recommend y'all rolling into Bob's liquor stove. I recommend that too. Ask for Brittany and and ask Brittany for Wellers. Don't ask Ask for for Brittany. Tell her you want some of them Wellers and Pappies. (laughs) Basically add an S to everything that you say. Ask Um, for Ashley. There you go. Ask for Ashley. No. Yeah. (laughs) Never mind. Ask her for the LaRue's. (laughs) That LaRue special reserve. Tell her you'll be back in a week. All right. (laughs) Jerry, Jerry, what you got? Oh, my goodness. Um... Uh, this week I'm going to recommend something that uh, I just did a giveaway on on my uh, on my Instagram page, and uh, I've been using around the house. It is a is a flask from Rag Proper Flask. They make uh, glass flasks that are wrapped in leather. They have real cork tops. You can check them out at uh, Rag Proper Flasks on Instagram. They are beautiful. They are so nice to use, and especially when you have toddlers jumping on you, you don't spill your bourbon all over the place when you're trying to drink at home, and then all of course on the go. So Rag Proper Flask. Check them out. They are gorgeous. I have actually held one of these in my hands. Uh, Wildcat had some mm-hmm. out hunting a mm-hmm. couple weeks ago, and they are nice. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, what you got, Stace? All right, so my recommendation for the week, um, as we've talked before, Joel and I have not been fans of Jack Daniels. We don't like any of them, typically. Nope. Um, we've been to the distillery. We appreciate the history. Just never really liked the tastings. But... We have been introduced to a Jack that I absolutely love. Dun, if you dun, can dun. find this, now you can find the Jack Daniels single barrel. Pretty easy to find. But if you can find the Jack Daniels single barrel, barrel proof. There it is. I suggest you buy it. It is delicious. Does not taste like any of the other Jacks. Gold label. It has a high proof of, I think, 133. Yep. Um, but it's delicious. It actually is a great tasting bourbon, and I highly recommend it. I will say, backing you up on that, um, skeptical about it um, but it is fantastic and it is probably one of the only bourbons that I will actually cut with a little bit of water because it it takes that hotness down a little bit and opens it up. Yeah, the flavor is so great. I'm not talking about a lot. I'm talking about the thinnest stream you can get on your damn faucet and just run it across once or twice. Yep. And it's not the easiest to find, but that's something that you could be on the lookout for. And if you find it, buy it. What is it, 60 bucks? It's around 60, 60 65 bucks. Excellent bottle for the privilege mm-hmm. and the flavor. So good. Great to have in your cabinet. Matt, what are we listening to, buddy? All right. So this week for Matt's music, I have Bluegrass Powerhouse, The Steel Drivers. So for those that don't know, The Steel Drivers are Chris Stapleton's old band from before he went solo and became huge on his own. If there was ever bluegrass music that slapped, it's this one. So from their 2008 self-titled album, this is If It Hadn't Been For Love. Without parole, 
So the first time I ever heard about the steel drivers, one of my buddies described them as the kitties' titties. I got to admit, <laughs> ever since I've ever listened to them, that's the first thing that comes to mind. They absolutely live up to that title. So love the steel drivers. Go check them out. Go check out our playlist. Me and Stace, man, I got to attest. This is one of my favorite bluegrass bands. Me and Stacey got to see them in a cave. On the day that we went to Jack Daniels Distillery. Yes. Wow. Uh, we got to see them. It, it was the concert in the cave. Fantastic. I mean, water dripping off the damn stalactites and shit. We were actually supposed to go a second time here in Knoxville and see them, but then my kid got sick and we had to sell the tickets to it. So, Dick. but yeah, what an ass. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, mean, I swear. Just move. Anyway, I was about to say something else. Anyways, oh, that, that's an excellent, excellent band. Great recommendation, Matt. So, my recommendation is a little bit different from everybody else's. Um, I, I got a show. It's a, a show that's on the Disney Plus app. If it's any, not Avatar The Last Airbender, is it? It is not. Oh, okay. It's not as good as that. But no, it's a. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you have the it's Disney good. Plus app, it's $6.99 uh, a month to get it. Uh, super cheap. You get a lot for the money. And I've been watching The Mandalorian. Have you started season two yet? I started season two and been, been binging it. It is so stinking good. I love that show. I've been drinking. I've, she's been going to bed, and I'm just sitting there drinking bourbon, watching this Mando kick everybody's ass with his freaking yeah. awesome armor and that little green, you know, Yoda wannabe. But whatever. <laughs> it's a great show. Love it. If you like that kind of Star Wars stuff, check that out. Excellent recommendation. Stacy. you should give it a shot. It's basically a Western, except futuristic. So... I, I awesome. may. I've been rewatching Grey's Anatomy seasons, and so I, hold, that's what I've been watching. Hold on. All of Star Wars is a space western. That's very true. <laughs> the I ships mean, are like I, I, I usually go upstairs and then I'll, I'll watch some Grey's Anatomy. Well, I would be happy to watch the entire first season over with you again. Okay. That's how much I like this, this okay. Mandalorian show. Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> I, I used to watch Grey's up until uh, Derek died in like season 10. And that was I, me. I, I was just like, fuck this shit. Like they yeah. can't kill a main character and then stay on for another 10 seasons. That's right? when I quit. Like, but right. I just restarted. I, I was like, it's too ridiculous. You can't have a plane hit your hospital every single week. Like that's just not Back a thing. Shooters, like, and shooters and planes and earthquakes. I, I, feel, I, I feel obligated as the producer of the show to stop you guys from talking about Grey's Anatomy right now and let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want us to talk about the current season of The Bachelorette instead? No, no. Let's go. Okay, let's let's move just on. wrap it up. Close it up. Uh, all right. Well, Brittany, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for having me. I, I, this has been awesome. I know that our listeners are going to get some awesome knowledge bombs from Great this. tips. Yeah. But I want to encourage everyone right now that if you're in our East Tennessee area, Knoxville area, go check out Bob's. Go in there. They have an excellent selection. Brittany and her crew will definitely take care of you. The best staff. Yeah. I've never, ever felt humiliated in their stores and I have in other stores. hundred percent. But if you're not, I encourage you guys support your local liquor store. Now, you know, it's, I know it's easy to go into some big boxes, but go into the, go into the people that got the, this foundation of having liquor, <laughs> liquor in your community even started. Go in there, support those guys. So we love you all. We thank you all for listening to the show. We're asking you right now, subscribe, do it, do it right now. That way you can listen to that reload podcast anytime, anywhere. We love you guys. We'll see you on the next show. And Merry Christmas. And Merry I'm Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everybody. Have safe, happy and holidays. Stay tuned next week for a very special, unprecedented That Reload podcast show. It's going to be unlike anything that we've ever aired before. Ever. Ever. Yeah. And we're going to release some... 
preparations for the new year as well. Yep. Some yep. highly, highly acclaimed uh, things. It's, so It's going to be nice. It is going to be nice. So Merry Christmas and see you next Tuesday. This podcast is brought to you by Reload Rub and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today. I thought that said <laughs> whore, the door. and I was going to say, we're going to talk Brittany and her whore. Because <laughs> that's like a It looks like whore. Oh, my gosh. Position in whore. <laughs> her whore position. That was, that's your grail bottle, isn't it? Jeremy? Oh, the 23 year, yeah. Oh, the 23 year, excuse me, sorry. Three well, more years. Well, I mean, Apologies. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> <laughs> all you do is drink all day. You're right. That is. You come all sloshed every night. Every single uh, day. <laughs> Rough day at work. Just <laughs> drinking. She'll tell me, she'll be like, oh, I had a rough day. I had two or three bottles I had to try today. It's your first time. <laughs> is this one of them there, Wellers? Oh. Wellers. We're drinking you Wellers. Got any Wellers? <laughs> nope. You got any of that LaRue? Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Um, who's bringing us back in? Come on, guys. This is not right, well, well, asking, well, asking you to say grace. Right? <laughs> First of all, I'm back on the Weller train because this is fucking awesome. It is good. The Weller's train. Weller. Yeah. Wellers. You the never should have told us that. Oh, my God. You I'm never should have. I'm calling it that from now on. Every no, time we come not. in, we're going to be like, <laughs> Weller's. We try with the girls at Bob's. We, we're the Bobettes, and we try to be the Bob's bourbon broads. Ooh. <laughs> Do you get anybody that comes in and is like, Do you carry William LaRue Weller? Like something so dumb. Yes, like that. I'm like. <laughs> do you do you carry this? Yeah, that is my like, girl bottle. All right, so when I can, just throwing that out there. When they're <laughs> no, ma'am. I really no, Stacy. We don't. No, nope. yeah, never know. heard of that. Okay. <laughs> I bet you they were cute as can be. They were so they looked like cute. little testicles. Oh my god! Little testicle bottles. They were little ball bottles. Oh my god.